Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Lily Allen Duenas. Together, we'll talk about the world of yoga, and we'll talk to people from around the world. Before diving into the episode, I wanted to invite you to head on over to my Patreon account. I would love your support, and I'm thrilled to have this beautiful community space where we can do yoga together, meditate together, and you'll get access to exclusive content. Get ready for some private Zoom Q&As, free printable art, meditation recordings, and more. Follow the link in the show notes to get started or head on over to any of my social media channels or my website wildyogatribe.com to hang out, get to know each other better, and find out more about all the support and resources available to you. Ready to dive in? Let's get started. Namaste family and welcome back to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. Today I'm so excited to welcome Ayat Mlowi onto the show today. She's a yoga teacher from Algeria who's also the founder and owner of the first holistic center in Algeria, named the Alger Holistic Center. She completed her yoga teacher trainings in India, in Indonesia, in Hatha Yoga, Yoga Therapy, Yoga Nidra, and Meditation. So I'm so excited to dive into her story. Thank you, Hyatt, for joining Thank me today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I would love to get started, Ayat, with knowing and learning how yoga first came into your life. How did you first discover yoga? Okay, actually, it was around 2007 when I met the Indian community here in Algiers, and I discovered this, this discipline with an Indian teacher living here. In the beginning, it was quite, not weird, but let's say different from what I knew, so after that, I went to India myself and I, I discovered how much yoga is a total part of Indian life. And I started to participate to some classes and felt so much the vibe and the feeling of well-being and discovering myself and connecting to myself, starting to breathe the right way. And I had a big connection there. So after that, myself, I'm from marketing world. So I was not absolutely not working in this branch. After many years, let's say around 2015, I decided to change my life. And the evidence came to me like yoga would be my professional life. And that's why I wanted to dedicate myself to this discipline. So I started to look on the internet you know, about classes and trainings there in India and Let's say it, it was like that. I decided to go there to start training, to get my certification. And then after that, I went to Indonesia. I did the same. I went, let's say, more deeply into the Indian culture with Ayurveda. I added to that to my courses. And um, the more I practiced, the more I learned, the more I discovered, the more I was like oh my God, it's not stopping. I need to know more, to need to learn more, to see more, to feel more. 
I was also in the marketing world before coming into the world of yoga fully. And I was introduced to yoga when I was 16, so well before my career. But it wasn't until I became a yoga teacher later in life when I'd been working in marketing for seven years and I'd been there and it was just such a huge shift and it was so beautiful. I love how you said everything that yoga offered. I loved hearing how passionate you sound and just saying that this well-being, this whole sense of breath and being and connection. Yeah. It is so much more to learn. And there's always, I know, Ayurveda and more courses. And I just love hearing how passionate you are about what yoga has brought for you. Yoga changed my life, actually. Everything was so different from my culture. Since I'm coming from this Muslim country, and let's say we are more influenced by French culture as a former colony. So this this world was so different from what I knew and what I learned. I was feeling that the more I discovered, the more I was like a kid. And how I did feel and how did live my journey, it was like a baby growing and learning more and becoming a different person. Since the yoga is this discipline that connects, first of all, connect you to yourself. And the more you connect yourself to yourself, the more you're able to give to people. The more you learn about you, the more you're able to give love, compassion. You're becoming more and more humble person. You feel down to earth. This is for me the yoga, actually. It's more a meaning of the real meaning of the life. Yoga teach you the reality of this life, makes each step in your life count. You're more in this state of mindfulness and you enjoy everything. Even the pain part of life becomes something important for you to become a better person and to get where you should get, where you are meant to be. Yoga teach me how to be myself, how to accept the life, how to accept people, how to distance myself to the material world without being that kind of sadhu, keeping life for life apart. No, I am fully grounded, grounded. That's how I feel. You're words. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm connecting so beautifully with your words. I'm loving everything that I'm hearing. And I love hearing also how you've grown with yoga and what yoga has shown you. And I agree, the more that you know about yourself, the more that you learn about yourself, the more you're able to be of service to others and to the world. And I think that people often feel that if they are taking care of themselves or going deeper into their internal landscape, they think that they're being selfish or they shouldn't take that time. They can't even imagine taking a day off of work to meditate or to do retreat. And if they do, it's this huge once a year type of thing, but it's just so important to, to spend time working on ourselves and getting to know yourself. And so when you really know who you are, then you can be of service to not just yourself, but the whole world. Exactly. I'm totally agree with that. Since being in the marketing world, as is is a little bit crazy and sometimes i felt like i'm missing my life working for hours and hours thinking about uh, your job all the time and not having so much uh, time for yourself and i think that um, yoga cured me 
And when I started in the beginning giving class, I was a little bit, I was like feeling what I'm doing. What's the thing now? What's the point? Am I going to be a good teacher? I am going to start a new life and I am now going to try to help people how to connect with these people, how to teach people about this discipline without being selfish, without being this kind of teacher who are in their own head. And when I started yoga teaching, the first thing I met is how much people are different from each others. And the biggest challenge for me, it was to bring to each person I met the right energy, the right message, the right way, so she can appreciate, enjoy, and of course, develop herself and connect with the real meaning of yoga. I met so many people through all these years, and I can say that maybe I did a good job with many since now, or my former student, are choosing their own path and are becoming more and more happy, connected with themselves, grounded. And I am so satisfied with that. This is for me my biggest success. I added after my yoga trainings and all my journey with yoga teaching, I started to learn also how to become a therapist. Now I'm also a therapist and life coach And I understand how much yoga helped me with this new... Because if I never knew about myself, I would never be able to be empathic, to be so compassionate and to understand the others if I don't understand myself. So thanks to yoga, I opened so many doors. I don't know if you can say that, but I feel it. Deep doors to serve, to help, to love and how to bring people to love themselves. That's it. It's about loving yourself and loving your life. It is. It is. And there's so many messages and marketing and advertising to tell us that we're not good enough. (laughs) And that once we buy this new purse or once we have this new iPhone, then we will actually be enough, right? Exactly. And when we see back the last 20 years, I think the world changed a lot. And we are facing so many new issues, like you said, getting, buying, buying, how you are valued in this society. Of course, you have to work, you have to deal with your money problems and all. But you can do it in so different way as this, this, the societies now suggest you or ask you to do. You can do it in peace. You can do it with loving yourself first and appreciate wherever you you are and wherever you have. You just appreciate what you get and stopping to run after so many things you don't need uh, to be happy. Happiness is inside the heart, inside the soul. It's us. The happiness, it's us. And yoga teach that through the meditation, through the, all this time you spend with yourself, surrounded by people. You're not, finally, you're not lonely, but you're alone within yourself. And it's, this is what is amazing with yoga. 
starting with how to love myself, how to love others, how to love my life. Oh my God, you will appreciate wherever you have this very old pair of sneakers and you'll appreciate everything you get if you start this journey of discovering yourself and loving yourself. Yes, yoga, the whole path of yoga not just yoga asanas, right? But the whole path teaches mindfulness and awareness. So if you're mindful of how just amazing, amazingly lucky you are to have hot water or access to Wi-Fi or clean drinking water, or even just like teeth, the fact that you have teeth to brush, right? That's amazing. We're so lucky to have our teeth. So it's that perspective that of gratitude and that I have enough, I am enough, I love myself, I love my life. And I just want to be clear, that's we're not saying that this comes all through asana. It's if anyone's new to the practice and you think if you get your legs behind your head, then all of a sudden you'll love your life. That's not what Ayat and I are saying. We're saying that it's about the whole path of yoga, which includes the yamas, niyamas, breathwork, meditation, pratyahara, sense withdrawal, like all of the elements and aspects that go along with yoga. It's about getting to know more and more layers of who you are, just going deeper and deeper to subtler and subtler levels of your being. We have to be so grateful for everything we have. Like you said, the health is the best gift that life gives you. You're able to walk, you're able to eat, you're able to smile, and you're able to, to touch and to see and to hear and all that. And the work I'm doing here in Algeria, trying to open the mind of people, I'm trying to get them open their mind, open the third eye, open everything, all their chakras to this uh, communion with the selves. Algeria is a Muslim country and it's very, religion is very a sensitive point here. And we we are very sensitive when it comes to spirituality and all. And the work I made in the beginning was to explain. It was more explaining that than practicing. No, don't worry. Yoga is like discipline. We're not going through your beliefs and we're not touching this part of yourself, very personal part and all. So now... After now, let's say eight years, people now connect with this discipline, understand the importance of yoga and want to practice and practice more and more. And what is working the best, believe me, is the meditation. From my perspective, with my student, is giving the best results and Every time I see a person smiling during the meditation, I'm so happy because I know this person is feeling the right feeling. I think you agree with that, Lily. Yes, I understand what you mean. And I would love Ayat as well to learn more from you about what it was like to open the first holistic center in Algeria. I know that you mentioned that a bit, but I'd love to go deeper with you. Okay, thank you. It was the biggest challenge of my life. Let's say that like this. Opening the first holistic centers, the meaning was going through the beliefs of the society, bringing something totally different in, in, in this society with very, let's say, complex mentality 
and facing the people who ignore everything about this uh, discipline and and uh, sometimes mix it with the religious so ritual or whatever because as we know the yoga at the first place was a spiritual practice and we can learn about that in Pantajali books but I think I used my marketing skills <laughs> to introduce the yoga and I used uh, the anti-stress way to attract people to, to try to learn more about that. After that, we started with many other disciplines and practice. We did so many things like theater, we did some Chinese discipline, Yoga, of course, was in the center. And you know what, Lily? I was myself amazed by the success of this center from the beginning. Yes, I had some critics. I have some bad, bad words. I have some, let's say, defensive reaction. But in general, people think nowadays are very open and ready for the changes, the changes that comes in the way of the well-being. People look for the well-being. They understand now that all the medicines, all the, let's say, the modern way to, to cure are, has, the limit, has limits. So they try to find something new and more natural to control their diseases, to control their health, and more specifically here in Algeria, control the stress. So people came to yoga naturally. The center started doing great from the beginning. And I met so many people who were suffering so much from many things, depression, stress, burnout, uh, cancers, and so many issues and difficulties. So having the first holistic center in Algeria make me so proud, Lily. I'm sorry for this five minutes of no humility, but I was feeling so proud of myself because I, I think the best thing to do in life is to be good and to do good to others. I've loved hearing every minute of it. I no apology necessary. It's so sweet to actually hear you calling yourself, you know, out for the five minutes of just deep appreciation and gratitude and knowing that what you have accomplished is a service to your community and to your country. It's so incredible. I mean, I'm I'm clapping. I don't know if anyone can hear me gently clapping, but it's just so amazing. And also, I had, I I wanted to ask about holistic. You're offering meditation and yoga. I know you've mentioned that, but do you offer any other modalities? In the beginning, I was offering Ayurvedic massages, therapeutic theaters, and I don't know if I can say, but I will say the name of these disciplines. Yes, we had Tai Chi, we had Qigong, we had classes of Pranayama. I had some personal coaching also, because the problem here in Algeria is all this holistic world is very new to here. The problem here is to find people who can give classes of different branch in the holistic world. I was very limited and I did my best to bring and to connect with these people who can give classes and all. 
But in the end of the day, I get back to the yoga and now Algae Holistic Center is only proposing yoga, meditation, pranayama, yoga nidra and therapies. And I don't know, in the future, maybe we can do something new. Oh yeah, we never know where the future will take us. I love that. And I would also like to ask exactly. you, Ayat, is yoga getting more popular or are there more centers that have opened since you opened your healing center eight years ago? Or is your center pretty much the only one in Algeria? <laughs> I'd love to learn more. I think that yoga is becoming more popular and all over the world now. We can see so many YouTube channels and so many channels in TV offering yoga session and all. So people, as I said, are trying to find how to, how to improve their life in the natural way. So naturally they go to yoga. So comparing to the beginning, yes. Now I don't need to, to have this commercial attitude or marketing attitude to attract people. People come to me naturally because they are already knowing what they are looking for. So it's becoming more popular in the south area, in the desert, so many retreats and all over the country. I receive so many calls. People want to become yoga teacher, don't, so they ask for trainings and all. So my answer is yes, yoga is becoming more and more popular. And in Algiers here in the capital now, it's no more a lux, it's a must, but um I can tell you that in two, three years, yoga will be everywhere in, in the north, at least in the north of Algeria, in the cities of the north. Oh gosh, I love how you said yoga is no longer luxe. Yoga is a must. And that is very marketing savvy right there. You definitely have worked in marketing before. Yeah. I can hear it. I would actually love to ask for our listeners who don't know too much about your country, they don't know too much about Algeria, would you shine a light on your country and just tell us more about the history or the geography or about your culture? I know we'd love to hear. Okay. Um, Algeria is the biggest country in, the, in Africa. Algeria, by origin, we were following the Berber culture, what we call here Amazigh, uh, and we were like, colonization and through the Arabs came here and we learned um, Algeria is not an Arabic country, it was Amazigh country and so Algeria is composed you can say by three parts. We are facing the Mediterranean Sea. Algeria is in face of the south of France. So we are not so far up. And uh, the north is more about granary, mountains, and we have this Mediterranean climate. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful country. The south is big, wonderful and beautiful desert. We have snow in the north and we have the desert in the south. People in Algeria are composed more by, let's say, 75% of people under 25 years old. Very uh, young country. The people here are so nice. You can't feel hungry. You will find someone to give you food. You, you are in, in danger, you will find someone to help you. The only thing with Algerian, and we are known and famous with that, we have this uh, hot blood. <laughs> Let's say maybe we get angry easily, we get emotional easy, easily. You can sit 
uh, outside, you can sit and cry, you, people around you crying with you. It's a very passionate country. This is what is being Algerian and living in Algeria. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for walking us through all of that. I felt like you did such an amazing job and painted <laughs> the whole picture. We got the history, we got the location, we got the food, uh, and you definitely made me want to plan a trip to Algeria, and hopefully some of our listeners feel the same. And so, Hyatt, if someone wants to come to Algeria, join you on a retreat, or if they have some questions, maybe something you said that they connected with, I know the best way to reach you is probably on Instagram, and I am going to connect your two Instagram accounts here in the show notes. So wherever our listeners are tuning in, they can just click and find you. And I'll also link everything and as well as post a transcript and all these amazing things on my website, wildyogatribe.com slash yoga in Algeria. But would you like to share here on the podcast itself? What is the best way to reach you? Yeah, of course. The best way to reach me is through Instagram page. So you can find two pages Amazing. Thank you so much, Ayat, for being here with me on the show today. It has just been such a true joy to be with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. My conversation with Ayat Mlawi, a yoga teacher from Algeria, was so beautiful as we took a deep dive into the path of yoga as a way of revealing the meaning of life and connecting you with the clarity of self-awareness. I hope that this conversation made you curious about how self-knowledge is a way to self-love. If you're looking to tune into a podcast episode that's all about yoga in Algeria, then this is the conversation for you. Thank you for listening to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. Be well. Thank you for the gift of your attention today. If you feel called, please share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Leaving a review would also be so appreciated. I also hope you can join me online on my website, wildyogatribe.com, or on social media. I would love to get to know you better. I would love to share with you and to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM, send me a note, get in touch. It would be great to hear from you. And as always, be well, dear one. Be well. Mm-hmm.